in the mouth pod. Coach Jeff Williams here along with Coach Bray Cook and the mouth Brent Bender. Guys, what a weekend. First, before we get started, before we get on the hogs and everything else, uh, hey, how about those P, P Ridge Blackhawks? 4-0. Let's give it up for Coach Chester. Boys are rolling. That's, ro that's rolling. Boy, boys are playing hard. They're playing hard. And uh, that's the biggest thing I've told them this week is, hey, we, we keep playing hard. We're, we're a good football team. Yeah. But the second that we stop, then we ain't a good football team. Well, so. you'll get that right. I mean, going on a roll, big deal. Big deal. That's mm -hmm. Big. Was that your first road game? Uh, we beat Gravit at Gravit, but uh, it's the first 5A road game win. Yeah, yeah. first yep. getting off in the conference. Well, yeah. let's turn it over to – I'll be honest with you, I, I probably had the worst weekend in football in my, my life. Uh, the Pocahontas Redskins lost my hometown. The Henderson State Reddies lost my college team. El Dorado lost one of my former teams. Southside lost my, my Salome Springs Panthers lost. Hogs lost and the Cowboys lost. So Goodness. I've been pretty much in depressed mode for are, the last seventy two okay? hours. It, it's uh it's been really tough to deal with. Uh but let's let's get down do, to recap last Saturday in Baton Rouge. Uh do we need to pull you out of the tank? Uh, it, yeah, it's uh it's uh it's pretty devastating. I mean, especially after watching the Cowboys commit uh commit about four hundred penalties and yeah, that's looks just, like somebody else we know and love. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, no. all right, here we go. Well, let's get into it. What well, you know, going into Baton Rouge, there's a lot of lot of hype about the game. Obviously, want to see how we you know responded coming back from the BYU loss, first time on the road in a hostile environment, a team that I still think is the best team in the SEC West. Uh, Bray, what was your take on the Hawks? Well, uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, for us to go down there and put up the game that we did, I, I was surprised. I, I thought that, you know, after after a BYU loss and, and the way that we that we that, that we lost to go down there and do what we did, I was impressed. But still, it's very frustrating to see us come short on not things that they necessarily did, but again, us hurting ourselves. I don't think there's any doubt, and I'm, I'm sure you're referring to penalties yeah. and things like that. And you know, and I I thought we. I'll say this: It was a you could there was a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. I mean, big time. You could you know the pregame speech and and you know uh, some of these coaches probably need to keep these cameras out of the out of the locker room because mm -hmm. you know it's just making news everywhere. But but uh, you could tell there was a sense of urgency with the with the team and you know it's the SEC and on the road and you know uh, we're sitting there thirteen to the three at one time playing mm -hmm. well. Thought defensively played real well. Mouth, you called me right after the game. I know you've got some concerns a little bit, but I, you know I took some pause away from it. But the penalties are still killing us. I got I got one thing to say to the to the people to the people of Arkansas. I don't want to hear that we have a good football team till we win a game, because good football teams don't have eleven penalties. Good football teams. Manage your timeouts correct correctly. We don't get it. We get our plays out there to our quarterback to run to run the plays. Third, eleven penalties, nine in the second half. You cannot win with eleven penalties. You cannot do it. It's impossible. Well, it it, it is, and what you hit on, especially on the road. We talked about the mm -hmm. crowd noise. Thought we handled that decent. I mean. 
If you don't think you're going to get a false start going into Baton Rouge, you're probably crazy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen very much, but uh, you nailed it. it in the penalties in the second half, you know, the, 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 the last drive, which everybody's, you know, those types of things. And, uh, you know, it's hard enough to, to beat LSU at well, LSU. And one of the things you got to think about is, you know, we, we talk so much about KJ learning a new offense. Well, the entire offense is learning a new offense. And so you've got young O-linemen out there trying to, to to make their adjustments and their calls that are complete different adjustments and calls than they were this time last year. Exactly. And, and so it's a lot for, for anybody, especially an 18-year-old kid. But I'm going to tell you this. We found a young superstar mm-hmm. Saturday night. Yes, we did. In uh, number nine, Luke Haas. Is that his number nine? Mm-hmm. He He looks like... The next Mackey Award winner for the for the University of Arkansas, going in the same and this go at the same level of tight end as DJ Williams and Hunter Henry. That that uh, that kid, if he stays healthy, the sky's the limit for him. And this week with Texas A and M, I thoroughly expect us to go beat A and M this week. I truly do. Uh, but when you play A and M in in Jerry World. Something always funny happens. Well, it does. And I'm, I'm probably fixing to hurt some people's feelings. So, Saturday, I'm watching four games. I've got Mike, Florida State. I've got Clemson on. I've got OU and Rutgers on. I've got Auburn and A&M on. And Michigan and Rutgers. Michigan and Rutgers. And I hate to say this. The worst teams I saw were in the – you put them on there where the, it was in the SEC. SEC. I mean, just uh, – I think you can score 15 and beat Auburn. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I think, you know, A&M uh, lost their quarterback, bring in Brad Johnson's son, you know, lefty, mm-hmm. and he came in and played pretty good. But they're very beatable. Watched Alabama Ole Miss and kind of the, you know, same thing. And they're making – and you look at all of them, they're making the same mistakes we are. Sure. And uh, so I still think this SEC thing is still wide open. I, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me if we won the rest of our game. If we went nine, if we went ten and two. I mean, it's hard to do. But the SEC is not what it has been no. in years past. No, not the, at all. The, quarter, the quarterback play – isn't close to what it's been in years past. Yeah. And, and I think that I think that's the big deal mm-hmm. there uh, is the quarterback play we've seen in the in the in the past. You know, I mean, you can turn on the NFL game. There's uh, Alabama quarterback playing somewhere, mm-hmm. or you know, an SEC quarterback in in the NFL. And boy, I just don't see it. I mean, you might have watched the best two. We might have watched the best two quarterbacks in the SEC Saturday night. I think they both put on a show. Yeah, well, they're both pretty good, but it's just it's funny. I still think this thing's it's got, it's got we got a long ways to go, but we got a long season it, ahead. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me if the winner of the West at the end of the at the end of the season had two losses. That, that, that wouldn't surprise me a bit. Uh, I could see LSU losing. I could see Alabama, I still thinks the shaky Ole Miss. Uh, I still think Ole Miss might have a better football team than Alabama, and just didn't get it done and. You know, Saturday. So there's then uh, Missouri beat Memphis in St. Louis. That was a big win for yep. those guys. You know, Florida's got kind of a matchup. We'll see who are they 
Uh, we didn't figure them out either. Tennessee, yeah. I, didn't figure, I mean, besides Georgia, and I still haven't figured out their offense. I mean, there's no dominant team out there. So, um, and it seems like Nick Saban has figured out. Hey, Tua's not coming through that door. Yeah, Bryce Young's not coming through that door. Mac Jones didn't coming through that door. So we got to do one thing we can do good. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to play the heck out of defense. And he's gone back to it. It was funny watching that game. Is is he actually? You nailed it. Was went back to running the ball and playing defense in in, in that point. All right, I'll let you get one last take before we move on. What do you got, Bray? You got anything else on For the, the pigs? On the pigs, yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating, I know, but I, I think every game that's on our schedule is still oh, I, I, still a winnable ball game. No doubt. Well, talk, this, I don't want to change change here just right. a little bit. Talk to us about going to Jerry World. You've been there. You oh, yeah. play there in that A&M game, and, and the cloud kind of has been over that A&M game. You've been involved in a few of them. That's freaking awesome. That's, I love it. I don't know why there's any talk about moving that game out of Jerry's World. That's a, To me, that's the, the best stadium those kids get to play in, and – and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, if it's different there, uh, and it gets freaking loud. And I know the games that I played were very close, um, but that place gets rowdy. Um, and uh, I think I think we're gonna get one Saturday. I really do. I do too. I, I think I it's do. time for us to get get these last two last two games behind us. Let's go out there and beat A and M. And our team's got to be focused. And I think they will be after after what happens Saturday. You know, the the best thing that could happen for our team is put a great game together. Mm-hmm. And once we proved ourselves that we can play a great football game, it's the sky's going to be the limit. Yeah, we're, we're capable of doing it. We're and, ca- and, and to go beat old Bobby Petrino and, and Jerry's World, it'll be we're, fun. We're uh, more than capable of winning Saturday. So let's do it, Razorbacks. Let's put it together and get it done. Well, you know, early kickoff ought to be great. Ought to be a great mm-hmm. atmosphere and everybody's excited. Well, let's move on to high school a little bit. You know, last week, you know, let's give it up for the Pea Ridge Blackhawks, uh, the undefeated sitting there. And, uh, you know, a couple of people we're going to bring on. Uh, you know, Katha go, uh, takes care of Cersei, pretty much dominates that. And then uh, we got West Memphis and Catholic hooking up this week. So, I'll be a good game. We'll bring Coach Robert Hooks on here in a few minutes. Uh, Fayetteville's playing outstanding defense. And they had a big win at Bentonville West. We're going to bring their two defense coordinators on. And uh, what was your take this past week? You know, <laughs> Rogers and Southside was a great game, which we expected to be. What was your take on this past week's game, Brent? There was a lot of there was a lot of points scored. That that was my. Uh, I was not surprised at the at the uh, the Bentonville. I mean, no, no, not Bentonville. Rogers Southside Southside game that was that was just a rock 'em sock 'em. Let's get after them. Yeah, you know, uh, Fable Fable keeps on doing. Drake Lindsey keeps on doing what Drake does. Throw the ball here and there. Uh, Conway, I don't know if fuck James will ever lose a game. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure Buck knows that. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, then I learned my uh, then. Then Catholic, uh, they just they just keep they just keep go, going and going. You know, it was a very interesting week because I wasn't good on my top on my games of the week. Oh yes, and we got a guest a guest picker but, coming uh, in later on, and we'll talk it, about that. But the picks you went eight and two, I believe, yep. and they very easily 
could have gone eight and two or two and eight. Well, just to, you need to hold off on the picks because we're going to get that segment later. We got right. a guest, guest, guest picker coming in, and he is extremely fired up. We'll have him on a little bit, and we'll get in get into that part. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead. We got a, some big matchups this week. We got uh, Catholic at West Memphis. West Memphis lost early to. Jonesboro and spit off three wins. Well, let's do this. Let's change a different direction, Brent. Let's go. We're going to bring on uh, Derek Davis and Devontae, two defense coordinators from, from Fayetteville. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Well, you guys, I tell you what, I, people don't know this, is uh, you've been real tough critics of the show. Uh, I've got a <laughs> nasty text message when they are the mouth uh, picked against the Purple Dogs. You've Obviously proved us wrong all year long. Man, I, I tell you what, you guys defensively and everybody, Drake Lindsay's getting all, you know, he's in the front page of the paper and the defense is in the back page of the paper. But you guys have done a great job all year. Talk to me a little bit about some of your guys on defense and, and where you're at right now. I know going into it, y'all felt pretty good about it, but it looks like you're just getting better and better each week. Talk to me about some of your guys you got and – uh uh, Derek, you talk about your front, and then Devontae talk about the back end a little bit. No front kind of starts with the, the D line. Coach Harris does a real good job, but we returned even from the 21 when we went to the state finals. We had some pups that played, they rotated in there. The Perez that knows Isaiah Perez, uh, Trey Lyle played defensive end, and then they're joined over to uh, Caden Smith, who transferred from Springdale, was all state defensive lineman. And in the first three out are unbelievable, but the depth behind them. Jackson Oliver, who's a little brother of a kid that played for me in my first year here, J-Bo, who was just a, a freak. Um, you know, it's not there's not a lot of guys that are 6'4", 6'5", 300 pounds that move like J-O. And, uh, and behind him, we got Red Tidwell, who replaced Brooks Yurchek, and it was a big shoes to fill, and he's done a killer job, kind of the brains of the operation. Uh, outside on the nickel, you got uh, Noel Jansky, three-year starter. And backing him up is a kid named Luke Robley Jr. And, and they they really split reps. Luke's, Luke's about 195, probably 4'4 kid who's just rocked up, ready to roll. On the weak side, you got Landon Jones, who's a returning all-conference outside linebacker. And behind him, you got Reed Slanker, who's about 6'3, 6'4, 200 pounds, and really kind of coming into his body. Just we we rotate pretty, I mean, about maybe if we split reps, it's it's half and half, or maybe two-thirds and a third. But those guys all take reps and they can all ball a little bit. <clears throat> well, they have talked to us a little bit about the back end, also, Devontae. Well, yeah, we got some guys with you know with a lot of experience. Um, starting off at safety, I got Isaiah Taylor, who you know is a six foot one kid, one ninety, you know, prototypical, you know, college built type safety, you know, who, who's playing awesome. He can really you know do it all, cover, tackle, you know, whatever you need. And then um, next to him, we got Eli Rose, who plays on the weak side mm -hmm. for us. Um, who's really, you know, one of the hammers of the defense. Like, he'll come down and he'll stroke you, you know. So, you know, it's I haven't been a lot of places where you got two safeties who really, like, when it comes to the run game stuff, like, like they're about it and they'll go, they'll go light you up, you know. So I got two guys that can do that um, and they can cover good as well. Then at corner right now, um, I got Casey Lehman, who's a senior. Um, he's a 5'11 kid, you know, who's, who's built up and, and, and can run. Um, he's he's balling out right now. He's had a pick in almost every game. Um, then on the opposite of him, I got Isaac Pearson, um, who's another six foot guy, um, who's you know has great cover skills, and he's coming back off an injury, um, but he's played the last couple of weeks and really get back in the flow and playing well. And then just behind them, we got a lot of depth, and that's probably the biggest thing that we're blessed with right now 
is having a bunch of depth, you know, because in the summer we would go and we would really try to play, you know, at camps, 25, 28 people, you know. Um, and as we've gotten to the season, we've tried to keep that same, you know, that same number. We've been blessed to be able to do that and, and get those guys behind them meaningful reps as well, not just mop-up duty, you know, rotate them in there when it matters and let's see what happens. And so um, we've been blessed to be able to do that. We feel like we're super deep. We, we can really run and um, we know the concept in this game and we go play and practice hard. Well, let, let's let's get back to this week's matchup. Let's get, get to it here. Huge game. I mean, you know, where uh, hype's been about rock, they go down to Southside and, and you know, put up 44. And, and you know, it's a great game back and forth. And you know, like Southside's got a good team, they're going to be in the mix also. But uh, maybe had a few injuries, but but you know, they're coming in pretty red hot and uh, coming to your place. Uh, y'all dealt with them a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. Talk to me what you see on film. Don't give away your plan here, but talk to me a little bit about what you see and what, what you got to do to to contain and stop Rodgers? Quarterback can move out of the pocket, can make plays with his feet. Uh, decent arm can get the ball out really long at receiver. Got a bunch of guys coming back. There's a couple guys that aren't so long. The ones that aren't so long are pretty quick. They're getting out of routes fast, catch a ball good. Run game-wise, tailback's got uh, stacked up a ton of yards, a big body kid that runs a you know, straight line runner, runs really fast in a straight line. Uh you know, you, you get a lot like they're, they're going to try to they do a really good job of finding the numbers, finding a matchup and trying to exploit that thing. And for for us, it's a matter of making sure that picture looks different or making sure that picture comes at you real fast. Yeah. You know, before you can find that thing. Right. And that the biggest thing that I would I would say, I want to give these guys a bunch of credit. Like they're coached really well. And you can see that on film. Like, you know, you can tell they got a plan. They got counters for everything. Um, you know, they play to their strengths. And, you know, they just have a, a lot of good players who have played a lot of football. Like, you know, you, you pull up their starters and the guys is getting reps and it's, it's a lot of seniors, you know, it's a lot of seniors, guys that played a lot of football. And so, um, you know, I, I'm fully expecting them to show up, you know, and be ready. And um, we're going to we're going to be ready as well. Well, it's a, it's a huge matchup. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're talking about a bye week possible. You know, we got a long ways to play, but I mean, if you, you know, I, I, I get the opportunity to sit back and, and look at things like that, y'all don't, but because you're going week to week. But I mean, you're talking about home playoff game. You're talking about bye weeks and getting healthy. I mean, to make a run where you guys want to go, it's, it's just a huge game. Well, guys, hey, hey, appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, uh, it's okay you voice your opinion a little bit. You know, and stand up for your <laughs> we, guys. And, we didn't voice any opinions. We just pointed out facts. You're right. just pointing out the facts. Yeah, I, I agree with Coach Davis. And, and they, they say that I mean, the sky don't lie. <laughs> it is, and you're really good about being detailed with those and letting me know where I will be in the mouth if screwed up on down the road. Hey, guys, a lot of fun. Hey, appreciate you coming on. Hey, good luck to you. We'll see you down the road. Thanks, Coach. And I tell you what, we're, we're kind of at the stage of the season. It's still early. But you're just, you, not separation, but people are taking that step forward. What would you, what, what, you take of the week? And then, then we'll get into our BSM Player of the Week. You know, Jeff, last week we talked about how we had some guys that played, had some good defensive performances and had some really close ball games. It went the opposite this week. And I noticed, you know, I noticed there were a lot. We talked about, you know, going into conference play. Everybody's basically in playing conference right now. And uh, we thought it would be a little tighter. I just was looking at some scores this morning. There were 54 teams that scored over 40 points last Friday night. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So offense ruled last Friday night. So my defensive theory is out the window. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, offenses are so good anymore. You know, I keep hearing these defense coaches, you know, about we can't, we don't stop them. We got to be good in situations. And, and that's almost the truth. And, and the ones that have great defenses are going to be there at the end all, you know, but, but uh, man, just a lot of great skill play, a lot of players out there playing really, yeah. really well. We're a long way from that power eye formation that I used to run. Yes, yeah. yes, no doubt. Well, who who do we got this week? I know uh, tough choice again. Uh, I mean, you talked a little bit, and you know your committee got together and, and came up with a choice. Who, who we got this week? Absolutely. So we had it. it we had it down to about five that were legitimate, yep. legitimate choices, but. There was one that really stood out above and beyond everybody else, and it was a big win for his team. And uh, his team is now 4-0 and had a big win conference win on the road. So our BSN Sports Arkansas Player of the Week for Week 4 is running back Seth Foster. Hey! Blue Ridge Blackhawk. How about yes, that, sir. man? How yes, about sir. that? But he, in, 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 um, we got Burry on here a little bit, but uh, – Man, I tell you what, Seth has had a great, great first four games. Let's let Bray, Bray talk about Seth a little bit. We got you here. Let's talk about it a little bit. You know, Coach, he's done an awesome job. And I, I talked to, you know, Danny a little bit about this. And, and he's a kid who um, does everything right off the field. Uh, you, you know, he's he's one that uh, uh, we, we staff meet at 5 a.m. And, and he beats us to the office in the morning. I, I pull up to the, the front door and he's back there doing ladders. So, uh, for, for him to, to get a little recognition and, and especially, you know, an award uh, like this, uh, you know, it's a big deal. Well, it's a credit and he's, he's one of your leaders on your football team mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, uh, it's a credit to, to him and where your team's at right now. And Danny, I, that's an ex excellent, excellent, excellent choice. I, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, there's lots of discrepancies in the stats from what I've read, but, uh, the guy had over 200 yards and four touchdowns. You can't change that. No, and, a, and a huge win by the Blackhawks going to Prairie Grove. That that doesn't happen very often, regardless of what kind of team they've got. So, yeah, it was, it's, it was a lot of fun recognizing him and his teammates. And big, big day for the Pea Ridge Blackhawks sitting there at 4-0. No pressure. It's all coaching now. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Danny, we got uh, – Great scale of games this week. Are you staying close to home, or you got your schedule out a little bit? Well, I, I, I need I need to put out a, a tw Twitter poll, I guess, and have somebody tell me where yeah. I need to go because there's so many so many choices out there of some great ball games coming up. And I tell you, one that really intrigues me is Conway going to North Little Rock. You know, yep. North Little Rock got their first win. Conway is picking up a little steam. I got to watch them last Friday night and. Uh, they're for real. Well, they are, and Conway's, you know, just dominated Little Rock Southwest last week. I mean, just played around with them, obviously. And then, uh, you know, North Little Rock picks up a win. Ought to be a great win. So that's where you, you think you're headed all that way. Don't know yet. Trying to make up my mind. So anybody that's got any suggestions, I'm open to hear them. Well, we'll do it. Well, Danny, hey, great to see you. We'll see you again next week, man. Hey, keep it rolling and keep it going, baby. You bet. And uh, Coach Cook, keep those Blackhawks flying high, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll do it. See you, Danny. All right. Thanks, guys.
Let's go ahead, Matt. You had a tough week last week. I'm I bringing on. We're, we're bringing on Coach Daryl Fimple from North Little Rock right there. Look One at buddy. he's ready to roll. Massive, massive research. I'm sure he has. Well, Daryl, tell me. We, we sent you the list to talk to you earlier. Or you ha- I mean, how confident do you feel about your list? Oh, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm feeling right now, uh, which follows me around. I feel like I'm going to be undefeated right here. I feel like these picks are gold. I, I need one of the one nine hundred numbers. You can go bet on these picks right here. <laughs> Sealed up, buddy. Names well, online. Here we go. Hey, I gotta get, we gotta get you a t-shirt, man. We well, yeah. T shirt. Yeah. I'm gonna see Papa on on uh yeah. Friday on the way to Rushville and I'll drop one off. Never. I can Let's tell you guys are high budget there, there with the curtain. Is that a shower curtain or is that an actual curtain? <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. let's let let's get to it. All right. We've got Win at Baseball Southside. Baseball Southside's been extremely hot. Win's new coach Clay Clay Toddy. You know, first year they've had a tough non-conference schedule. Mouth, who you got in this one? I can never go with Win. I'm gonna go base uh, Baseball Southside. Going with Baseball Southside. The Mouth's going with Baseball Southside. Coach Williams is going to go with. Baseball Southside and Grandma Nas going with Baseball Southside. Coach Fimple, who you got? Well, you know, it's hard to pick against Win. I mean, those guys have, uh, you know, gone through so much, which is amazing that uh, they're even playing football. And you got to love the legendary Coach Toddy. I mean, goodness gracious, he's worth seven points by himself, I think. But, uh, you know, you just look at Batesville and what they've done so far. I think they're off to a great stop. They're on fire. You know, it's going to be Southside by 14 coming cold off the line like there. I'm not even picking scores here for God's sake. I'm sticking it all out there. I mean, we're going spreads in the whole nine yards. That one well, 900 number is going off tomorrow. Exactly. 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 All right. Let's go here. We got the new line offense coming off a tough loss last week against Catholic, Zach Clark and Cersei Lines. El Dorado played Benton last week at home, got demolished. Uh, they got beat pretty good. Which Benton's really good football team. All right, the Cersei back bounce back. Who bounces back? Elder Raider Cersei mouth. You go first. Oh, this is a this is a tough one because I want I want to go with my heart and go Purple Cats, but I think they're just too young. I'm gonna go Cersei. You will not be able to go back to El Dorado now for the for the rest of your life now since picking Cersei. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Mouse going with Cersei. Grandma Nah is going with the El Dorado Wildcats. Uh, but if but if he does me wrong, you're done with it. Zach, never again will I pick the Cersei line, the new line offense. No. Well, you, yeah, you were upset with him last week. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Cersei also. Coach Pimple, who you got? Break it down for me. I am going to go with the Cersei Lions in this one uh, just because, one, they're playing at home. Uh, Zach cost me all kinds of money last week because he let the Catholics come in and do some Catholic things to him. Uh, so I'm really going with Cersei this one. I think it's a bounce-back game. I think we've got a chance to redeem ourselves. You know, maybe we turn the play calling over. I don't know. Maybe Zach's thought about that. Maybe, you know, maybe making a call there and, and adjusting his uh, line of thinking a little bit. Uh, but our defense is going to have to play a lot better. But I'm going to take the Cersei lines. Well, Cersei lines. 12. Listen to that. 12, 12 yeah, points. Yeah, we're kicking some field goals in there because we turned it over. 
Oh. Got the spread at 12. Spread 12. All right, let's go to South Arkansas. Texarkana, huge win last week. And Coach Outlaw has turned that program around. Camden Fairview's coming off a loss. I'll get to it. It's coming off a loss with uh, uh, Hot Springs Lakeside last week, 21 another. Coach Nick Vaughn, but it's at Fairview. Man, this is an interesting game. Mouth, who you got? I got to go with the fighting Vaughns of Camden Fairview. I got uh, I got to go with Nick Vaughn and the Camden Fairview Cardinals. I got you. Grandma Na is going to go with Texarkana. I'm going to go with Texarkana. I just think they've kind of got hot, but uh, we'll see who you got got in this. Well, this is a this is a you know one of those that brought back some memories. There, I remember in '92 at Fairview and Tyrone Fogel's group uh, played the Mighty Airedales, and uh, I do remember there was some Henderson State ready people that tore down a fence after we kicked a 36 yard game winning. Uh, field goal to send us to the final. So my remembrance of Camden Fairview is not a, you know, not a great one in their eyes. So I'm going to go with the Texarkana Razorbacks, the only Razorbacks that won the last couple of weeks. So uh, I think Texarkana is on a roll. They're scoring a bunch of points and we're ready to go. And then the other thing is, you know, it's Texarkana for goodness sake, you know, Camden's going to make that short trip over there and it's going to turn out to be a long night for the Camden Fairview Cardinals, just like wow. in 92. Wow. Well, I remember yeah. I'm not saying yeah. we participated in the uh, yes down the fence. The fence came down. Or not, I, I have no comment. No comment on that. All right, let's move on. Stay in the South Arkansas, Lafayette County at Mineral Springs. Mouth, who you got? Mineral Springs has been rolling. Everybody's been high on them all year. Lafayette County's got some great players. Also, who you got in this? I'm gonna go Mineral Springs. I'm gonna go with the home team. Going with the home team. Grandma Nas going with them. Coach Williams, I like Mineral Springs a lot this year. Talk to me, Coach Fimple. Mineral Springs is rolling, folks. So uh, I think Mineral Springs is, you know, they're going to bring it to Lafayette County, uh, which I'm sure that's a bunch of consolidated schools, and they're going to wish they were all separate this week because Mineral <laughs> Springs is going to bring the hammer. They're bringing the hammer to Lafayette County. The Lafayette's going to make the short trip over there to Mineral Springs. I guess it's close. And if they're going to be sent home, you know, not, not very happy with Mineral Springs. I like it. All right, big 6A East matchup here. Huge one. A lot of people uh, believe this maybe could be for the conference championship. It's real early, but Marion at Benton. And Benton's beat Catholic. They kind of they went to El Rey last week. Huge win. Marion just keeps rolling. I've heard they're very, very talented. Mouth, who you got in this one? Now, this is going to be a dandy right here. This is going to be two Brahma Bulls in the middle of the ring going, going straight at it, mano y mano. Uh, I'm going Marion. Going Marion. The mouse is going to stay over in God's country and hit the Marion. Uh, Coach Williams is going to stay with Benton. Grandma Na is going to go with Marion. I, I think this is just a great game. I, I think it would go either way. Coach Fampo, who you got? I am taking the Benton Panthers. Uh, so far, they've won several different ways. They've won with the big kid getting 40 carries, and they've been able to throw the ball all over the place, which is the new uh, craze. Of course, Marion's athleticism is going to be a problem to deal with Benton. But I think if we hammer them inside for a little while, you know, old school football right here, give the big guy, you know, give the give the uh, golden ticket the ball as much as possible. I think Benton ends up winning this one at home. Uh, it's going to be a great one. Uh, big playoff implication. All right. This one here, staying over in God's country, Little Rock Catholic at West Memphis. Little Rock Catholic comes off 
Uh, had a loss two weeks ago against Benton by one touchdown. Dominated the new line offense last week. And uh, West Memphis drops one early to Jonesboro. Everybody really, Malk, you were really high on them early in the year. They've kind of got it back together. I think this is one of their first true tests that West Memphis and the Blue Devils have had. Who are you liking this one, Mal? This is going to be a great – this is going to be another really good game right here. I'm going to go with John Fogelman and the Catholic Rockets. Going with Catholic. Coach Williams is going to go with Catholic also. Grandma Na is going to stay with the West Memphis Blue Devils because she just loves West Memphis. All right, Coach Pimp, who you got? Well, you know, this is interesting because you got the Catholics versus the Blue Devils. I don't know if that's good or bad on either side. It's scary to pick which way you want to go with. But it is at West Memphis. Catholic has four amazing wide receivers. They can score some points. But I'm going to take West Memphis at home in this one. Uh, so, yes, I'm going to cheer for the Blue Devils uh, this week against the Catholics. But, uh, that's going to be an interesting game. I think really we're going to find out a lot about West Memphis this week. Yes. All right, big 7A West. We've got two 7A West matchups here, the next two games here. I think this is a huge game. I think this is for a bye, first round of the playoffs, maybe a one or two seed possibly. Got We just talked to the two defense coordinators from Fayetteville. we got Rodgers, who's coming off a big victory against Fortsmouth Southside last week. Uh, at Fayetteville, Fayetteville has just been dominant. I mean, they have dominated every week. Mouth, who you got in this? Well, I have got to go with Coach Casey Dick and the Purple Dogs. Coach Williams is going with the Purple Dogs because I'm getting tired of the they're, – they're all over me over there. It doesn't bother me. If I think you're going to win, I'll pick you. If you don't, I'm not picking you. But I'm going to go with the, the favorite Purple Dogs. Grandma Na is going to go with the Purple Dogs. Coach Fenton, who you got in this one? Hey, how about Rodgers in the spectacular season they're having so far? Scoring a ton of points, quarterbacks on fire. They lost both running backs, though, this past week. Could be a little scary sliding in there against Fayetteville. They could make you one-dimensional. So I'm going to take Fayetteville uh, by 20 in this one. This is not going to be a close one. This is going to be some turnovers led by Fayetteville's pressure, and I think Fayetteville's going to be able to score bunches of points on Rodgers. It happens to a lot of good teams when you haven't been there. You got to be in the fight several times before you win. You don't get the championship belt just because you did something on the prelims. You got to beat the champions. Right. So I think Rodgers is swinging away, but I think Fayetteville takes them down a notch. All right, staying up here in the West. Portsmouth Southside got beat last week by Rodgers, 44-38. Headed to Bentonville. Bentonville scored 73 against Harbor last week. It was kind of a crazy game. It was kind of close for a while and just blew it open. Uh, Bentonville's, you know, has dominated the conference. Southside's got to go on the road. Mouth, who you like in this one? I can't go against the Southside. Coach Dameron's too, been too close, too close, too close a family friend. I can't go against Southside. So what you're trying to tell me is, let's go just with your heart. Go with doing? your heart. Are we here to win or not? I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, I coached that at that place, and, and love, you know, I got a deep heart for that, but you're going to go with Southside. You're going with the heart. You're believing. I I believe they bounce back. All right. Well, okay. Well, and they got a good enough team to do it. I'm going to – Grandma Nye is staying with the, the Mavericks. Coach Williams is going to go with the Bentonville Tigers just because I think it's a tough place to play, and they're, they're at home. Who you got in this one? 
Well, you know, Southside's got the greatest offensive line in the history of offensive line. And so, you know, they're they're well coached over there. Coach Stewart's done a great job. Kind of screwed up a little bit last week. Should just kept pounding the rock at them, keeping them off the field. Got a little fancy down there towards the goal line. But I'll tell you what, Jody knows how to win at Bentonville. And uh, they've got some outstanding wide receivers signed with the Razorbacks. And they're at home, which is tough for Southside. Again, they're going to have to shorten the game. So I'm going to take the Bentonville uh, Tigers in this one. Bentonville Tigers. All right. Got two left. Mills at Maumel. Down in your part of the country, Central Arkansas, Mills has yeah. just been winning, man. They got some guys. Coach Maupin at Maumel's doing a good job. They're on the right. This is a huge, huge game for Maumel. Uh, Mouth, who you got in this one? I'm going with Mills. Going with Mills. Mouth's going with Mills. Coach Williams is going with Mills. Grandma Na is going with Mills. Who's Coach Fimple going with? Well, this is interesting, too, because it's a Thursday night game. What I mean, why do we play high school football on Thursday nights? I thought it was a junior high night. I don't know, understand that it's like a college game on Friday. No, no sense whatsoever here. But you got to love what Mills has got. Mills is loaded. They got some freaks over there. They got some dude cards. Uh, and it's at Maumelle. He's done an outstanding job there on a Thursday night, though. I think the Mills comments get some pretty good, though. I think so. All right. Marquee game of the week right here. Central Arkansas in the, in the, in the 6A Central. We've got Buck James and the Conway Wampus Cats holding, coming over to your place. You'll get front row seat down there where y'all oh, yes. in the end zone checking it all out. Oh, yes. At North Little Rock. Who do you like in this one? I got to go with the with the with the Wampus Cats. I'm not sure Buck James will ever lose a game. Well, I'm gonna go with the Wampus Cats too. This is too much firepower. Grandma Na is going with Conway. Also, putting you on the spot here. Hey, you know uh, this is a game that uh, it's it's uh, getting to watch Conway play the last three or four years. It's been something else, especially offensively. Uh, so Conway's going to win this one at North Little Rock. Uh, the only chance we've got is to slow them down, keep them off the field. Uh, and like uh, Coach Vines used to say all the time, if you have an All-American punter, this is the time you use them right here. <laughs> Don't be as scared to use your All-American punter because this guy right here, we've got to keep them in long, long possessions and hope to goodness we keep somebody over the top because uh, it could get ugly fast. Well, they're really they're good. They they are good and they're very explosive and, and maybe the fastest team in the state. I don't like yours. <laughs> I mean, Buck and them just kind of keep 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 they rolling. keep rolling. They keep rolling. All right, we're hey, gonna, he's uh, a he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. He he knows when to when to go and and build something different. He he's no dummy. He's he, two twelve can move anywhere. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, I mean that that guy is a, he's a he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah, there's no no doubt. Well. Coach Fimple, appreciate you coming on. We're going to check your work. Maybe have you on again next week. Oh, you know, man. I hope so. I'm going to have to bring you so. back on. We're going to start putting the numbers out there. You know, Mouth, you need a bounce back week. I, need, it a, was, <laughs> I need a bounce back week bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, that three and seven. I mean, you wouldn't even make the playoffs. I, I was Dallas Cowboys last Oh, week. God. Oh. Let's bring on our main man, Mr. Triple Crown, Derek. Hey, man, you gave us a ton of games last week, hit on a yeah. bunch, and then the what's crazy, and we'll get into college here in a second, was the NFL and, you know, just the way the games, everybody's summer 0-2, and, and let's just use the example, the Cowboys and the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals don't even want to win. 
They're trying to get the number one draft pick. The owner don't even want to win, and they pull it off. Well, well, talk to us, recap a little bit last week, and, and then let's what, what do you got for us this week? Yeah, well, let's start with NFL because that's the bad, and then we'll go to the good. Uh, you know, the NFL, I mean, we're at five and eight, and I was really confident about majority of those games. And, you know, I knew there was going to be something that caught us, but, you know, we won the 49ers, um, which Giants at 49ers won that. Won Falcons at Lions. We won Broncos at Dolphins, which, by the way, Dolphins, 70 points, pretty incredible. Eight touchdowns amongst their two running backs. I mean, that was crazy. Um, Colts at Ravens. Um, we lost that one. That one surprised me. Gardner Minshew. I mean, come on, right? I mean, I mean, I know the kid could play, you know, but I thought with losing uh, Anthony Richardson, I really thought that the Ravens were going to walk over them. But Ravens got to the point where they couldn't they couldn't move the ball at midfield, and then it went to overtime. And I'm never. I don't know if something's wrong with him, but Justin Tucker missed a 60-yard. He, he didn't even get it there. <laughs> you know, so I was like – and then they gave – he had another chance, and they didn't kick it. And then, you know, I'm like, well, they can't move the ball. So, they were really struggling. So, Colts had them figured out. Um, so, we lost that one. That was the first heartbreak. Seahawks took care of business at the Panthers. Uh, Panthers had Andy Dalton at quarterback. Uh, what no problem there. Chiefs and Bears, it was over in the first half, and I was concerned because I don't know if y'all watched, but Mahomes twisted his ankle like on a stupid play, and he came back out, so um, I'm happy for that. I'm a Chiefs fan. And then, obviously, uh, well, the other two disappointments were Cowboys at Cardinals. I mean, I don't know what it is. That can't finish, man. Like, he, I, he flushed out of the pocket, and he, like, just throws it at their knees or their feet. I mean, he don't even get close to him. I mean, I just don't think Dak's the guy that can win a championship for him. I mean, uh, Jeff, I know that's your team, but they need a new quarterback, man. <laughs> that's where I got out of there bring Joe Montana in and win a championship. That's where I'm at with it. Peyton Manning or Tom Brady right now. Yeah, it, going. Well, and then the last one was Texans at the Jags, and I thought the Jags definitely had this. I know C.J. Stroud, you know, a kid that they're gonna, they would have to contain, but that game was crazy from the get-go as well. I mean – Hell, a damn fullback dropped a a, a a kickoff, and he ran a kickoff back like 95 yards. So that tells you how that game went. So we went five and eight that day um, on NFL. And, yeah, that was pretty – those three games were pretty sickening. Um, go to college, you know, so in college uh, we had four games. I hit all four. We hit that parlay. It paid about two and a half to one, three to one. Now I moved those lines a lot and uh, really – you had to move the line on the Ohio State Notre Dame game. The line was three, and um, that game, I kind of feel bad for Notre Dame. <laughs> I mean, I that that was a it was a really good game, man, and it came down there at the end. Um, but it's crazy. It's like last play of the game, they throw it, catch it. Nobody realizes this first down lineup run inside zone game's over. I mean, it yeah. was nuts. Yeah, I know. I mean, I. It, it was it was a fun game, to re- a really fun game to watch. I, uh, and my dad was at my house, and by the time he left, he was like, well, that game's over, you know, Notre Dame won. And he, he got home, and he said, what the hell happened? <laughs> so, you know, I had to recap the whole thing. But, yeah, so we took seven and a half with Notre Dame. So we, we covered there, which was good. Uh, Texas Baylor, we bought it down, didn't need to. Uh, Texas won 38-6. to six. Baylor's trash. Um, Cal at Washington. I don't know if you'll watch that game, but – uh, I'm going to talk about Washington a lot this year because until somebody proves me wrong, Washington, hell, 
I turned it on. It was 14 nothing. I was like, all right, because we were only given 13. And I was thinking, well, this is great. And and then the announcer said, well, yeah, it's 14 nothing, and Washington hadn't ran a play. And I was like, what? I mean, what was it, two pick sixes? And so I was, like, trying to figure it out. One was a punt return, and one was a pick six. And so by the time their offense got going, it was, it was again, like 35 nothing and a half and a blowout. Um, 59 to 32 is what it ended up being. And then we had Iowa at Penn State. Penn State, you know, shut them down 31 nothing. So, um, and we bought that down. Didn't even have to buy it down. So, I mean, we had a lot of insurance, but those are kind of honestly the games I like. You're not even sweating. Um, you know, the the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, I was kind of nervous on a little bit, but um, they all worked out. So, we ended up hitting two and a half, three to one there. One good money on Saturday. NFL, we didn't hit. So, three weekends in a row, we've hit parlays. We just yes, got to so that's the key, man. So this weekend, uh, I scaled it back a little bit. We're not going eight games in NFL, okay? Um, but we were going to do five, and then we're going to do four in the college. So let's talk about the college slate. A um, couple really good matchups, again, that um, I'm not going to pick. I'll tell you what I think the game of the day is. I think Notre Dame and Duke's going to be an awesome game. Actually, game day's there, and they were talking about it last week, first time it's ever been at Duke. and. Duke, I don't know what to think about them. I mean, they they pulled off the upset at Clemson. They beat the brakes off off UConn last week, forty one seven. So I think that they're gonna they're gonna really challenge uh, Notre Dame's defense. With Notre Dame's defense, you know, they showed at Ohio State that they're the real deal. You know, giving up sixteen points or whatever they gave up. Um, but so that's gonna be a really good game. The, the line's minus six. I'm not touching it, but I think that's obviously the game of the day. I'm not going to touch that game because Duke, I think, could come out and beat them. If they're, you know, if the quarterback does what he uh, does, then they could win by 10 points. And so I'm not, I'm not touching that. But I, where, where, where I'm going to start early in the day is um, I found, I was looking at the lines and um, Louisville's minus three at North Carolina State. And if you watch the Louisville game, Louisville um, this year is, is really pretty impressive. Um, one of their only one of their losses, or no, they're sorry, I'm they're four and zero, and I'm surprised they're not ranked because they're beating people pretty good. Um, but I'm going to move the minus three to plus one, and because the odds in in the sports book don't change that much, and it's like I don't know how many times I've been beat by one like a field goal last second, and it's worth getting that one point versus taking the money line if if the odds in the sports book make sense. The next game I got is uh, number seven, Washington at Arizona. And uh, I was going to buy this one down, but it wouldn't let me do it. And so as I was studying, I said, well, I'm going to go and put my bets in early because I, I feel like I, I beat the lines before they move. And so I'm taking minus 18. I think Was Washington, they're going to have – somebody's going to stop them. I mean, right now they're, they're putting up 50, 60 points every week. And, um, and I'm watching those games. And they're throttling back, right? Mm. They're throttling. The quarterback hadn't played past the third quarter, uh, the Penix guy. And um, and these receivers, like we talked about last week, again, they're just NFL-caliber receivers. I mean, every time they touch the ball, they're scoring. So Washington minus 18, I know it's a big number, but I'm, we're going to go with it. Um, this is kind of a – it's a marquee game. The next game I have LSU at Ole Miss. So that's number 15 LSU who we played last week. Who we should have beat. Um, versus number 20, Ole Miss. Ole Miss played Alabama, lost 24-10. Alabama put their quarterback back in and let him actually play this week. Um, 
but I'm going to take Ole Miss and the underdog at home. I'm going to take Ole Miss plus three. Um, with it being at home, Dart, the quarterback, I think I just want, I'm just not impressed with LSU yet, right? I mean, I know I picked them week one against Florida State, and I've kind of changed my tone about them the whole time. I honestly thought we should beat LSU last week. And then the last game I picked in college is um, Iowa State at Oklahoma. Iowa State, I think, is trash. Um, I know Oklahoma hadn't really been challenged yet. They played Tulsa. They played, you know, um, some no-name teams, to be honest. But um, Well, I, Oklahoma, I watched Oklahoma last week. And they're they're yeah. pretty good on defense. It's kind of right. – it's, it's weird. It's like watching Bob Stoops back in 2000 when Venables was there. It's kind of, you know, they're not, (laughs) they're scoring, they've scored, you know, against Arkansas State and some people, but last week that they had played and I I was really impressed with the defense. So the line's 19. I'm not, I'm not giving 19 um, yet until, until they play somebody, but I'm, I will buy it down to nine and a half and you can do that. And the odds really aren't that bad. They're minus 300. So you parlay Louisville plus one. Washington minus 18, and that's the line. We're giving them the line. Mm-hmm. We're taking this at the line, which is plus three. And then we're moving the line on Oklahoma to minus nine and a half. You get six to one um, on those four games. And so I think it's a pretty good return. Um, you know, you got to like Ole Miss, and you better be ready to cheer for them, right? And um, and then you let's hope Washington just comes out of the gates like they have been and, and blowing people out. Um, so that's – and then, like I talked about, the Notre Dame game, that's a great game. And, um, that's going to be an awesome game to watch at Duke. Um, I think Notre Dame's a really good team. I just think – I mean, they got down there and they couldn't finish a couple times, but their defense stopped Ohio State at the one like two or three times. Um, Notre Dame was missing field goals left and right. And so I think they were even questioning the kicker if they wanted to kick. And so I think if they would have – they might get it together before this game with Duke. But let's go over to the NFL real quick. So, NFL, we're going to scale it back to five games like we have when, when we were successful in the previous weeks. We're getting out of the eight games. Um, so, I think there's a rebound of a few teams. Um, I think the uh, the first game I'm going to pick is Falcons at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are only given three points. Then again, you never know. With it being home at Jag, or it's not at home. I'm sorry. It shows Jaguars home, but it's a London game, so this is 8:30 game on Sunday morning. Um, I'm going to buy a plus one. Um, when you move that line and you add these other ones on top of it, it's not a big deal. Um, Falcons. I don't really know what to think about them right now. That that second year quarterback. They got Bijan Robinson. Um, I'm I'm just not I'm not I'm not have bought into the Falcons yet. You know they're two and one, but Jaguars are due to win. They have to win. Next game is uh, two 0-3 teams, okay? So it's the Vikings, which are 0-3, at the Panthers, which are 0-3. And uh, I'll take the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings, they got an explosive offense. I mean, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, they're going to hook up Hawk on, on the tight ends. I just think that they're going to outscore the Panthers. Um, and, you know, Vikings last year, I don't know if y'all watched that QBU or quarterback on, One on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I mean, watching Kirk Cousins, you know, he's a guy that you really like. I mean, it's hard not to like the guy. And hell, I think last year they would start off like nine and one or 10 and one or something like that. And for them to start off 0 and three, you know, it's a huge disappointment for them. So I think it's a rebound. Uh, they need this win. I can't see them going on forward to the Panthers. Um, 
and it's really good odds at minus three. Um, but like I said, we're going to take um, money line um, on these NFL games because they've been too crazy. Um, the next game, Cardinals at 49ers. Cardinals are not going to beat the 49ers. I said that last week about the Cowboys, but if they come back. No, they it's the Cowboys. The so the there you go. Okay, it's the Cowboys. not the 49ers. It's the Cowboys. And that's that's why that's a, that's a legitimate excuse. That's the reason, right? Yeah. But they were arguably the two, two of the top three teams in the NFC. And, I mean, um, and uh, 49ers, I still this day think they would have went all the way last year if they had a quarterback. Keep saying that. But they just don't have very many missing pieces. What they did to the Giants on oh. uh, last Thursday night was, I mean, hell, Damn. I didn't even know move the ball. <laughs> so, so uh, take the 49ers there, money line. The line's minus 14. I'm not giving anybody in the NFL right now. 14 points. Um, the next game is Chiefs at the Jets. Uh, Chiefs took care of major business against the Bears, but the Bears are absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine the Jets with their QB situation is going to get – they can't score with Mahomes in that group either. Um, we're going to take money line. I mean, I think if you wanted to, you could buy these in between and say, okay, I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown. But the line was like minus uh, 12 to minus 13. I ain't giving that. Because you don't know on NFL at this at this stage, right? Um, it's I mean we're seeing what's happening is where they're winning on last second field goals and everything. So I mean even the game last night, I think it was um, this it was damn who played the Rams and um, Bengals. Bengals. It came down. I mean they were Bengals were dominating the game. I mean Rams were winning and Bengals started playing good in the second half and then it comes back down to the damn field goal at the end of the game and it's like. It always does that in NFL. Um, and then the last game, this is actually one that uh, we're going to take an underdog here, and I think it's the best game of the day. It's Dolphins at the Bills. And I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three uh, – plus the Lions plus three, but I'm going to run it to ten because I think the Dolphins are going to score, and if the Bills score with them, it's going to be a track meet. But you give me Dolphins plus ten, and, um, the you know, that the, the – they're, I don't think the Bills can outscore them by 10. But the so. Dolphins are if, – if you haven't watched them play, man, it's amazing offensively. I mean, just speed, speed, yeah. speed, speed. <laughs> they didn't even have Waddle last week, yeah, right? But if Waddle, he's in concussion protocol, he'll probably be back. He got Waddle, uh, the rookie running back that runs a 4-3, and then Moster, and then Hill, and then – I mean, and then the Berrios guy. They're just – it's like you said, speed everywhere. I think that's going to be a really fun game to watch. I mean, I like the Bills. I really do like the Bills a lot, but – Dolphins plus 10, I think you're safe. So if you do those five games, Jags plus one, Vikings uh, money line, 49ers money line, Chiefs money line, Dolphins plus 10, you win uh, 3.15, so a little over three to one. Um, And that's a pretty good parlay, to be honest. I mean, the one we're we're chancing really there is, uh, I mean, my personal opinion is the Dolphins, but I think that with plus 10, I don't – then again, I think it comes down to closer games than that. Now you got those two parlays. Someday we're going to hit both these, right? And so if 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 you guys are gambling with us and you got the six to one and the three to one, you put them together, it's twenty eight to one. So that's a heck of a bet, right? At least worth if you're betting, you know, put five bucks on it, put ten bucks on it, um, whatever whatever you're comfortable betting. But it's a that's a a big number if those two games if those can hit. So it'd be nine total games. Well, that's. A- and man, it, it's especially NFL right now. 
you know, injuries and this and that. I mean, Joe Namath's wanting to come out and play quarterback for the Jets this week. I mean, we just got all kinds of things going on. I think. Uh, it's unbelievable. That's about like me coming out. Of That's play. true, Mouth. <laughs> that is exactly true. Well, Derek, I appreciate it having you on. Talk to us a little bit. You you notice you're getting on social media quite a bit with your trip crown. Talk to us where we can find you and yep. uh, people get your picks. Yeah. So um, what I'm giving you guys here is what I definitely play on the weekends with football. But you know, like every Thursday night, you're gonna I'm gonna play more props. I'm gonna play. Um, a, a Thursday night game last week I hit and then I hit um, I was really hot last week I hit Monday night I hit Thursday night and I'll put like a, a mini parlay up there with props um, and I'll, right now I'm giving them all away for free and, and it's just more or less just to try to build the following kind of like you guys are right now right and um, so follow me on if you if you want to watch a game and you're like hey I've got a little bit of extra cash and I want to bet something just get on TikTok look up Triple Crown and I post a small little video every every week before, or every night before the games, and I'll do these as well. Um, and and then I will post the results the next day if I if I definitely if I hit. Now if I don't hit, I don't post it always because I'm kind of pissed off. But <laughs> but <laughs> but point being is I I will definitely post the results. Um, and and we have been hot. And so I mean I I do this fantasy stuff just like every other guy in America and. Um, I mean, I've got a group of friends and we sit here and we really think about what like are some props that are going to hit for the week. Right. And really put a lot of effort in it, to be honest, a lot more than we should. Um, but and you can do the same thing with props where we buy them down, we buy them up. Right. And um, and we do that and we just try to get comfortable where we get a comfortable number and a good return. So, yeah, follow us on TikTok, Instagram or Facebook, Triple Crown. Um, we really appreciate it. Well, hey, we'll see you next week. Hope everything hits and everybody will be happy. Everybody gets ready. Yeah. I, I just need to win somewhere. I just need to win somewhere this week. Somewhere. All right. Don't bet on the Cowboys. Well, man, I, I appreciate you have, having you on. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you, Derek. See you. Well, guys, I tell you what, what a great show. Hey, I appreciate everybody watching. Uh, this is uh, Coach Cook. Tell, tell everybody. Our, our subscribes are getting big and our yeah. likes are getting big. And we're getting where we need to be. Uh, tell everybody where we can find us. Coach, we're heading in the right direction. We are trending <laughs> upward. Um, we are Coach's Pod on X. Um, give us a follow. We post all our videos there, uh, as well as, of course, on YouTube, uh, which is our Coaches in the Mouth Pod is our handle there. Um, you can also find us on Apple Podcast, Coaches in the Mouth Pod. Um, we will send those out on that as well, whatever is easiest for you. Um, tune in, like, subscribe. Those things are a huge deal, Coach, for what we're doing. There's no doubt. All right, last prediction. Who do you like it Saturday? Well, I was thinking Friday. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're off. Who <laughs> you like? I understand. Who do you like it Saturday with? Hey, yeah, Hogs by 90. We're going to go to AM. We're going to take one. Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to Dallas, and we're going to take one from AM. I think so, too. Mouth? I liked it. Uh, for all my for all my blowing hot air, I like the I like the hogs, and I like I I like the hogs big. <laughs>